The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Praise the Lord. Someone praise the Lord. Um, like I shared in the first service, my wife isn't here today because she's doing Omugwa. <laughs> you know, some of the ladies said it's a glorified Omodo. <laughs> but anyway, we bless the Lord. Amen. Okay, anybody fallen in love before? Your wife is here. You can put up your hand. For peace sake. <laughs> so join me as we fall in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. Oh yeah. Falling in love with Jesus. Father, there is no place we'd rather be except with you always to bring about your eternal purposes in time and to bring about the manifestations of your glory that the world may marvel. Oh, this is our heart's desire. Empower us by your spirit 
endow us with your wisdom that the world may hear you and see you through us for in Jesus name we pray Amen thank you thank you very much the first service we were talking about being ready and producing works that will survive the fire of Christ's judgment. You know? Producing works and doing this because of a passion for Christ. A deep, bubbly passion for Christ. And a passion that defies all the challenges, no matter what they are. Gain or loss, doesn't matter. Now, in this second service, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful song the choir rendered. Said, I'm free, I'm free. Isn't that awesome? What free to do was? <laughs> you, know, you know, there's some scripture that says, he took captivity. Uh-huh. You see, the, the, when we are captives of the enemy, Jesus came and delivered us and made us what? His own captives. Yes. He made us his own captives. And then he gave us gifts so that that captivity will express itself in power and authority on the, on the earth. And that's why we want to look at briefly, you see, as, as we anticipate the end time how to really be relevant through the exercise of power and authority on earth. You know, there's nothing as awesome as ordinary me. You see me, you very ordinary. You know, I preach the message, celebrate your ordinariness. You know, know why we celebrate our ordinariness? Because, because I don't have to have a pedigree. My father doesn't have to be a general overseer or a bishop or an archbishop. No! For me to wield authority, No. It's on earth that they do things like that. In, in heaven, no. Nobody needs to know your name. But hell, they, can, they, cannot, they cannot move because of you. That's what it's all about. That's what that freedom is all about. So that when I enter into the liberty of Christ, I am empowered. You know, in the in the, during the Civil War, you know, um, soldiers, if, if you were into soldiery, you'll know that one of the ways to, to deal with an enemy is for what we call a, 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 a kind of decoy. People who will draw fire, you know, so that the ambush can uh, have advantage. You see, you, you, you get up, you shoot. So the enemy starts shooting in that direction. Then the people can uh, take advantage. Now, 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 you see, when you draw fire, you know, you take a risk, Abby. Yes, you take a risk. And it's, it's a choice to draw fire. You see, as Christians, we draw fire. You know, you don't go into a place, they say, She's here. Ah. Don't say anything. 
they will attack you. Then someone says, are you a Christian? Mm, kind of, really. Are you a very serious one? Mm, I just manage. So you don't want to draw. Uh-huh, you don't want to draw. No. We talk about Christians that draw fire. We talk about Christians that draw fire. I went to London some years ago. I tell this story all the time. And they said that um, the Satanists had a convention in Croydon. The world convention. And um, I preached in a church. And I asked them, did you, did you hear that the Satanists had a convention in your city? Some said they heard. Some said they didn't hear. And I asked them, I said, okay, those of you who heard, what did you do? Do you think that when Satanists have convention, they play? They don't play now. They don't play. So I said, okay, I need uh, um, uh, some of the leaders to follow me. We are going to the same hall where the Satanists had their convention. We are going there. We are going to cancel all their decrees. So we went. When we got to the place, the gate man said, ooh, you should have been here yesterday when the devil's people were here. Said there were over 5,000 of them. And they started to name them Harry Potter. Just to name all the people that came. And some people are giving the book to their children. (laughs) So, see, we, we, we entered the place and we canceled every decree. And we made a decree that that Harry Potter book must come to an end. And that God should raise another book by a Christian that will rival it. Six months later, I came back to London. And the pastor showed me the times of London. A little corner where they say, a Christian Harry Potter has been written. Isn't that awesome? Now, I think last year or so, I watched the woman on television. J.K. Rowling. They said, are you writing another book? said, no, I'm not writing again. I'm not writing. Oh, yes. We're talking about people who draw fire. You draw fire. Because you show, you show of the ground beneath uh, your feet. Ah, yes. You are sure of the ground beneath your feet. You know that Calvary, Calvary was not a joke. That Calvary reached deep into spiritual reality and untwisted the power system and handed it over to the church. And you want to exercise that power and know that it is true. It is true. So that it's not that um, if you went to a, a, a meeting and they say witches, witches come out to be delivered, come out. And you're praying, I hope nobody gets up from my side. Because you see, when they get out, if they go forward, they're coming back to... Uh, and if somebody from your side gets up to go, you quickly carry your bag and... Uh, Relocate. Ah, hey, hey. 
Lord, deliver me. I've been sitting next to a witch. <laughs> you know? But you know, it should be the other way around. It should be the witch saying, ah, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. I can't stay here. I did a meeting somewhere and I said, it's about time, it's about time you began to exercise spiritual authority. One lady said she went home. She said, okay, Lord, from today, from today, I take charge here. Said, she said at five o'clock in the morning, there was a knock on their bedroom door. Who is that? Amy Neo. Amy, who are you? Is the house girl. Oh, what is the problem? It's five o'clock. I am leaving. When? Now. And that is it. <laughs> that is it. A few years ago, a couple came to see me. I said, what's the problem? He said, we have one house girl. I said, how old? He said, nine years. Since she came, all of us are, are, are getting woken up with scratches. Scratches. You know, we're waking up with scratches. And we think it's the house girl. Doctor, I want us to pray for, you, for us. I said, Amy, pray for you. A nine-year-old girl is scratching you. So I should pray. If she wants to kill you, let her kill all of you there. A nine-year-old girl is catching you. He says, I should come and pray. I say, no, I cannot pray for you. But I can tell you what to... Oh, yes, so. Oh, yes, so. So later on, they came to my office. They were laughing. I say, hey, now. Ah, can you come? Look at Agbalagbala. You come and be telling me, doctor, pray for me. One nine-year-old girl is he's killing us in our house. <laughs> about time, about time, you woke up to the fact that this is not a joke. And that's why in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible says, Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the power of his might. Yes. You have to know what it means and what to do to be strong in the Lord. And there, anyone and everyone, anyone and everyone, we went to Ibadan, and um, we were coming back to Lagos. My friend and myself and a group of friends, and we wanted to buy bananas. And we saw one banana. Huh. We, I came out of the car and I took a look. I said, "Ah, this banana looks somehow. No, let us go. We may find a better one on the road." Then what? The, bo- the boy that we met there said, "Babami, babami." They say your banana is rotten. Then one old man came out. Are you the one that said banana is rotten? I said, yes, so it's rotten. And you are going to Lagos. Good luck to you. I said, good luck to me. I said, okay. Okay, we, we, we went on. And then we crossed the toll gate. Ah, something started to, 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 to shake under the car. Bah, 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 I said, stop. I came out. I shook the something, the exhaust. I shook this one, shook this one. It's okay, let's go again. Let let us go. I didn't hear anything again. I said, hey. Because you see, there is hierarchy. You need to understand that there is hierarchy. There is hierarchy. Devils have hierarchy. 
Okay? The mental spirits. See, we wrestle not against uh, flesh and blood. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in... Uh, oh, yes. They have hierarchy. But do you know the amazing thing about it? We don't have hierarchy. We don't. You and I are the same. With everybody else, there's no hierarchy. But they said, greater is he that is in you. See, you need to understand the mystery of that statement. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let me tell you how the spiritual is organized. Because you need to understand, if you are going to wield spiritual power, you need to understand how the spiritual is organized. In the spiritual realm, what counts is hierarchy. You see? Every spiritual being knows their level. That's why in Daniel chapter 10, you can read that um, an angel from Daniel, from heaven, came to bring Daniel a message. In Daniel chapter 10. And then what happened? He encountered the principality of Persia. You know, you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. These are they are, they are governed areas. So the principality over Persia, this angel encountered him. And that principality, because it's of a higher hierarchy than that angel, there was nothing the angel could... Uh, do you know that angels cannot increase their power? You see, you need to understand how the system works. An angel cannot suddenly increase their power. No. Do you know why? Creation has ended. You can't increase your power. Until God begins to make all things what? New. So creation has ended. So it's important. It's important that you and I must be sure. Be sure of the ground we are standing on. Now that angel said to Daniel... Angel, Archangel Michael is going to come. Okay? I have to wait there for 21 days for Archangel Michael to finish where he was and then come. And as soon as the principality of Apasha saw Archangel Michael, what did he do? Ah, your excellency. <laughs> he moved. But do you know the challenge of our calling? They didn't give us any spiritual power at all. They didn't give us. They gave us what? Authority. Authority. And you must understand the difference between authority and power. Authority. The judge in the court has the authority. The police and the warder, they have the power. So when the judge says, you are going to jail for six months, who takes you to jail? It's not the judge who... It's not the judge, because the judge may be one small girl who perched on her stool. You know. But can you imagine if the police were to call the judge, this lady perched on her stool, Madam, be careful, the man is dangerous. What do you think the judge will do? Because there is no power to back up her authority. What will she do? She will have to run for her life. Yes. If the police are telling, are warning her, the man is, is, is very dangerous, so don't, don't be ordering him like that. Oh, whatever happens to you is your, is your, is your district. 
So they did not give us power, but they gave us authority. Do you know the reason? The reason is because they want us to use God's own power. That's why. That's why he said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Whoever, whatever hierarchy they belong to. Because the way the Holy Spirit explained it to me, to encourage me years ago, is he told me, he said, it is a matter of the creature and the what? The creator. Every other thing is creator. It's a, it's a creature. But the one that is in you is what? Creator. And there can never be any comparison between creature and creator. And that's why, you see, you need, to, you need to know the ground on which you are standing. You need to know the ground on which you are standing. Now, what is that ground? On, on what does the authority depend? That's why you need to understand what we call judicial pardon. What did I say? You know, there are many people in church, they think that, that the reason why God forgave us our sins is because God is now merciful. God is now merciful. As if he has not always been merciful. You know, God didn't suddenly become merciful. God has always been merciful. But there are two natures in God that have to agree. One is God's compassion and mercy. The other one is God's justice. And God's justice says the wages of sin is death. That's what the justice demands. And you cannot, you cannot uh, override it. Because, you see, if you override it, you will violate God's nature. And God has to show mercy without violating his justice. And how did he achieve that? 2 Corinthians 5, 21. For he made him to be sin. Who knew no sin. So that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That is it. In other words, God judged my sin. God judged your sin. Condemned it and but put the penalty on who? Christ. That's it. Now, do you know why God did that? Do you know why God did that? So that God can be free to show mercy. And that's why the Bible says, for by grace are you saved. Through what? Through faith. What does that mean? It means that if I believe that when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, my sin was pinned, pinned there on him, then I come to God and say, Lord, please put the penalty for my own sin. On who? On Jesus' account. So now God, God is free to show me mercy. Because the penalty for my sin has been what? Paid. That's it. That's why God is, is, going, is, is showing me mercy. Not because he is merciful. But because the demand of justice has been met in Christ. You see, you need to understand that. You need to understand that. So now, when I stand on the blood of Jesus. You see, I am standing... As a man that is righteous before God. Okay? Now, many people don't understand what that means. What it means is that when a man is righteous before God, then he can be empowered. Because, you see, the foundation 
of divine power is holiness. Many people don't understand it. You see, without holiness, God can you can match you can match God's power. You see, that's why that's why no no being can match God's power because if you can match His holiness, then you can match His power. And what did the scriptures say? God is light, and in Him is what no darkness at all, at all. And so when He puts me on the righteousness of Christ. Then the Holy Spirit can live comfortably in my heart. And he's the foundation of our authority. He's the foundation of eternity. He's the foundation of everything. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is the foretaste of eternity. He's the foretaste of eternity. In Romans chapter 8, he said, We who have the first fruits, we groan, we groan, we groan. But the Holy Spirit that given to us is the first fruits of eternity. That's how... That's how. Oh, let me show you a scripture. Come with me to Hebrews chapter 6. You need to see this. I'm going to read from verse 4. Hebrews chapter 6 from verse 4. It said, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and we are made what? Yes, partakers of the Holy Ghost. Now, what is the next thing they have done? They have tasted what? The word of God. And when, what is the next thing? Yes. Do you know what that means? <laughs> you need to have a revelation of the powers of the world to come. Because you see, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. But are they bowing now? No. They are buying if they like. But in the world to come, he said he will rule them with a rod of... Uh, yes. Now, that power, that power to compel them to bow. See, those who have a revelation of it are using it when? Now, they have that tasting the power of the world to come to compel principalities and powers to bow to the name of Jesus. And how are they able to do it? They have a revelation of the blood. They know what the blood is. See, many people don't know what the blood is. You know, they just say the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. So do you know what it really is? Let me tell you, give you a simple example. You know, in, in Revelation chapter 11 verse 12, the Bible said the saints overcame him. Yeah, but do you know what that means? You have to have a revelation of that. It said the saints overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Now, what is the foundation of uh, 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 demonic accusation before God? The Bible says the sting of death is what? Is sin. In 1 Corinthians 15, say, O oh death, where is thy sting? O oh grave, where is thy victory? But the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. So now, how does the devil get permission to attack people? He will take their unconfessed, unrepented sin and take it to God and say, King Almighty, look at what this fellow is uh, up to. Give me permission. Because nothing happens without God's permission. Give me permission to deal with him. Okay? 
Like, unlike Peter, you know, Peter, you know, you know, Jesus told Peter, Simon, the devil has gone and gotten uh, permission, yes, to deal with you. And Simon, do you know something? They have granted him the permission. So all I have done is pray for you that your faith will not uh, fail. But do you know how, 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 why did the devil get that permission? Because Jesus said, all of you are going to run away tonight. Simon said, it's only small, small boys, only small, small boys. Say, I'm going to follow you to, eh? anywhere you're going, I'm going. The devil quickly ran up to heaven. Oga, this man said he can face this music. Allow me to, to prove that he has nothing inside, nothing, just noise. It's okay. Permission. Why is the blood preventing permission? So that's how you know what the purpose of the blood is. Why does the blood prevent permission? The reason is because when a man uh, uh, does something wrong as a Christian and he goes to God and says, I'm sorry. Wash me in the blood of uh, Jesus. Okay, the devil, not knowing what has transpired, carries the eye, something, runs up to God. The man told lie yesterday, okay, I need to deal with him. He said, lie, I need to deal with him. He said, really? What is his name? It's Joseph uh, James. Okay, Joseph James. The one in Lagos, yes. <laughs> I have him here. Okay, Joseph James, Lagos, enter. Lies, not found. The devil said, ah, ah, I, I have my record. Not found. Not found. That's how the saints overcome by the blood. The devil can't get the permission. They can, he can't get the... You see, you need to understand how the system runs. Because everything works by permission. And once a sin is brought under the blood of Jesus, that's why the scripture said, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, does what? Cleanses us. From all sin. Yes. And that's why you see, you might, be, you might be criticizing somebody, not knowing that they have repented. And you that are criticizing them, you haven't repented. You know, that's why you see, when the devil deceives the church, you and I must be alive. You know, years ago, people used to come. Once in September, they say, Mba, don't come, oh. Mba, don't come, oh. Come and pray for anointing for Mba. Have you, did you hear that before? Uh-huh. At least, thank God, they're not doing it again. Or are they still doing it? Ah. Well, well, at least in many places now, they've stopped it now. Because, you know, that's how the devil snares people. There is nothing wrong with September. September is not different from August. No. The Bible says, this is the day. Yes. But, but if I start saying, but don't come, but don't come. Ah, the devil will run up to heaven. Ogamba, don't come. <laughs> the people are, are expecting me. The people, all the people are expecting me. <laughs> they say, I'm coming at Mba. <laughs> so give me permission to give them what they are. You see my trouble? <laughs> you know, that's a prayer they used to pray in December. They say, anybody that says you will not see January, Rashima Nasundala, anybody that says you must not see January, 
Let them receive it. So the cause starts looking for the person. If it looks for them in uh, Ajahia, he didn't find. He go to Kaja, he didn't find. He's just southwest, he didn't find. Say Nigeria, he didn't find. By the time he traveled the world, he come back. Okay, only you now see you. <laughs> Who says, This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Which one is it by again? <laughs> you see, that is how the devil puts a snare on people. And you must not allow yourself to be part of that type of talk at all. Huh? I can manufacture something that doesn't exist. So it's important for you and I to enter in with authority. Everywhere you go, you are standing on the finished work. That's why the Bible says, having therefore boldness to enter into the holy of holies by the blood of Jesus. When I'm standing on that blood, I know I will be heard. I know. Many people don't know the mystery of the blood. The mystery of the blood is that in the system in which, which introduced the blood, it was the system of the Jewish uh, 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 sin offering. You know, in the sin offering, you bring the goat, Abi. Then you lay hands on the goat and you confess all your sins and then you kill the goat. Okay? Now, in that system, if I am the approving authority and I'm selling my own goat, you know your own goat will not be approved. Though. If, if you come and say, what is your sin? He saw a gun adultery. <laughs> Look at the tiny goat oh, for adultery. Ah, come, let me show you the goat for... Uh-huh. So, okay, how much did you buy your goat? I paid, uh, I paid the 300 naira. Okay, the adultery goat is 500. Bring your goat. Pay 200 and take uh, the proper goat. Mm. If, you, if you sacrifice this one, I don't think that prayer will, uh, it won't go up. <laughs> you know, that's what one woman told me. Say, you went to one prayer house. You had a problem in her life. They said, bring 500 naira. I said, I beg. Take 300, I beg. Have mercy. Take 300. They said, okay, we'll manage 300. Then they, after they prayed, the, the daughter that used to go and come now disappeared. So she went back to them and said, ah. Please, oh, what did you pray? Oh? The guy does, hasn't come home since you prayed. Oh. He says, Shabi, we are warning you that 300 naira prayer. <laughs> we are warning you that 300 naira prayer won't do it. Oh. You see, now you see the result of 300 naira prayer. They say you should bring 500 naira. You are making argument. Look at the 300 naira prayer, what it's doing for you now. You know, this is this, this is type of charlatanism that is going on. You know, it's the type of charlatanism that is going on. And so, because you know the truth, you are not a victim of all this type of rubbish. When you kneel down and you plead the blood of Jesus and you stand on the sacrifice of Calvary, you make decrees. You make decrees. And I want to show you, I want to show you those decrees. I want to show you those decrees. So come with me to Revelations. So that you will know that we are not, we, are, we may look ordinary, but because of what Jesus has done, we are not ordinary. 
Now, Revelations 1, verse 5, he said, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. That's stage one. Then stage two. And hath made us what? Kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Okay, switch over to chapter 5, Revelations 5. And we look at verse 10. From, on verse 9. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Now verse 10. And hast made us unto our God. What? Kings and priests. And what are we doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. We reign on the earth. We reign on the earth. The original purpose of the creation of the man to subdue the earth, to control it, to bring it under subjection to the will of God. This is what Jesus came and restored to us. And that's why in Galatians chapter 4, say, a, a, a child, if he's an heir, but so long as he's a child, he's no different from a servant. Even though he's the heir of everything, but on the day appointed, when he comes of age, ah, he assumes his authority. Say, you are no longer a slave. You are no longer a servant. You are a son. This, this is the whole thing about authority. Knowing who you are and what Christ has made you. And then standing on it, very firmly, and daring everyone and anyone. You see, there is something that you need to understand about that. We call it the mono, monocentric power control of the universe. Mono, mono is only one center of power in the whole universe. There cannot be two centers of power. That, and it's because there is only one center of power, that's why everything happens by divine permission. Good or bad, it has to have divine permission. How do we know that Psalm 62, 11, God spoke once. Twice have I heard it. Power is what? Exclusive to God. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the glory forever. That's why the relationship in Christ is awesome. It is awesome. And you need to know it. Do you know that that's how Believers who understand authority, that's how they change the world. Okay? You can come into a place. There's a lot of evil going on. You kneel down and say, Lord, because I am here, I put a curse on this adultery. I put a curse on this fraud. I put a curse on this iniquity. It must come to what? Absolutely. It must come to an end. Now, let me tell you the responsibility of authority. You see, if I put a curse on adultery and I go and commit adultery, I'm sure you know what will happen. Where will the curse land? 
Absolutely. You will land in my house. Immediately. That's why I remember years ago, the Spirit of God said, oh, you need, to, you need to bring judgment on many things. You need to bring judgment on many things if you want to purge the land. And I shared it in church. And one brother called me and said, Doctor, let us be careful of putting these courses on. Because if we put it, it may fall on us. What is the meaning of that? So because I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure of what I'm doing, I have to allow evil to come. Yes, so that is it. Because if I put the cause, hey, suppose uh, I put on bribery, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the thing will just come and live in my house. Uh, bribery can, uh, that is it. That's how Christians change the world from the spiritual with authority. You put a curse on evil. And you know yourself that if you do that thing, uh, uh, they will be very happy to come to your house. And so that keeps you from doing it. It keeps you from doing it. You know, and that's why you see, when you put a curse, you can call your friends, you can call family, say, that's a curse on this thing. It wasn't there before, but we've put a curse on this thing because we want it to stop. Yes. Jesus taught us about the use of the curse. He caused the fig tree. He came up, he came up the next day. Peter said, ah, the fig tree you caused has perished from the roots. He said, yes. Have faith in God. You can move every mountain with a curse. You can move mountains with a curse. Once you see something that is against the will of God, the glory of God, you can put a curse on it. And they, they didn't say put a curse on people. Oh. They said put a curse on the evil. Put a curse on the evil. That's how we rule. Put a curse on the evil. So can you imagine if there are two Christians working in an office where there's so much evil? They put their hands together. Brother, come, 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 bring your hand. The book says, if, if two of you shall, uh, let us agree that this evil in this place must come to, yes. And they're, they're changing their world, not by carrying placards, but by spiritual authority. This is what we are called to do. You see, so when we love Jesus, it, it, it is to glory in our salvation. But then we have to use that salvation to promote the kingdom of God and his uh, righteousness. People, you, don't, you, you, you cannot be a spectator. Do you know what many of us are doing or some of us are doing? It's like somebody is um, the, 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 the governor of this Lagos state. You go and meet him. Oga. There's a lot of robbery in this place. So the governor saying, I saw him say more. Every day, robbery, robbery, everywhere, robbery, robbery. Now, wow, this is the governor. <laughs> you see, this is what we are doing. You, they say you are king and uh, priest. And then evil is everywhere around you. They say, ah, nah, there's so much evil here. I say, nah, so, hmm. Every day, bribery everywhere, now nah, so. Now, wow, that's the governor. It shows you that you and I, we are not really using what we have. We don't. We're not using it. And that's why there's so much evil. Because Christians haven't risen up to say, no. We change the world, but we change it from the spiritual. And once we change it there, ah, ah, like the, the, the fig tree, you come the next day, it's shriveled from the... Yes. And that's why we must understand spiritual authority. Because it puts us in check. Everywhere I leave a curse on any matter, I, I should know myself that I, there's no way I can do such a thing because it's going to come after me. 
Since I even made the decree, it will be worse. And so God is calling us now. You know, let, let us stop playing church. Get into the army. Get into the army. Begin to sp- use spiritual authority to change the world. To stop watching evil. We are not called to be spectators. We are called to be kings and priests. And now I, I want to explain to you our priesthood. Okay? The order of our priesthood and the order of our kingship. You need to understand it. Because you see, there's nothing as terrible as I'm a king here. Ah, who said so? You don't understand the foundation. Ah, then they can push you around. But if you understand the foundation, oh yes, nobody can push you around. You know? You see, the, the order of our priesthood, it is not the, the order of uh, 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 priesthood in churches. No. It's not the oh, Abrahamic one, the Levites. No. That's not. Our priesthood is after the order of Melchizedek. Because our own high priest is who? Jesus. And his priesthood is after the order of Melchizedek. Yes. That's our priesthood. And our priesthood is not terminated at death. It's an eternal priesthood. It is by the power of an endless life. You see? That's what the Hebrews reveals to us. And now we must understand Melchizedek's priesthood. And that's what the apostle was writing in, uh, in the Hebrews chapter 5. He said, this Melchizedek, there are so many things we want to say about him. But because, because he had all of hearing, that we can't even begin to, 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 to talk about Melchizedek. But at least he told us two things there. That Melchizedek was king of Salem, which is king of peace. And then Melchizedek was king of righteousness. So two things. So you see our priesthood. Say we are, we are kings of peace and we are kings of righteousness. So everywhere I go, I have the mandate of heaven to enforce peace and enforce uh, righteousness. Yes. Yes. It's a dual. It's a dual. Because everything on earth works in twos. Male, female, day, night, boy, girl. Everything is in twos. It's a dual priesthood. Righteousness and peace. That's our duty. So everywhere you go, there's unrighteousness. You, you, you begin to scatter decrees. And then heaven will begin to intervene. Why is heaven intervening? Ezekiel chapter 22. He said, I saw iniquity. I saw oppression. I looked for how many people? A man to stand in the gap. To rebuild the wall of righteousness. He said, I didn't find any. Why? Because the kings and priests there are also complaining, throwing up their hands. Naso Isiamo. Naso Isiamo. So, so evil. Naso Isiamo. You know? He said, I'm looking for a man that understands the system, the way it works, to say, because I am here. Because I'm a part of this. No! I say no. I put a curse on this thing. If you do it again, you pay. 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 Say, Lord, I have put a curse on this. Do it again, you pay. I want heaven to bear record of it. That's it. God is looking for governors, kings and priests. Not people who just come to church and go back and are celebrating their salvation. Yes, celebrate your salvation. Yes, with a lot of gratitude. But rise up to take on the responsibility of being saved. 
And that is to be king and what? Priest. Yes. And you know the priesthood? The priesthood is that you have access into the holy of... Uh, do you know that, you know, when you make a law, all these uh, 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 National Assembly people, when you make a law, you might see a lot of uh, people stealing shoes. Stealing shoes. So, virtually everybody is walking barefoot now because shoe thieves are collecting shoes. So now you want to make a law against stealing shoes. But you know you don't write it, stop stealing shoes and pass. No, you call legal draftsmen, Abby. Then they will start, whereas and wherefore. They will start uh, writing in the language of the law. Okay? So that is it. And that's why sometimes you want to make a decree. They say you do not know what you should say and you do not know how to say it. That's why we go straight of the living God. I want to make a decree. Show me how to... Make it. Yes! He's our own spiritual legal draftsman. Yes, he drafts the decree for us. And that's why sometimes you make a decree, you take a piece of paper and a pen, and you begin to ask him, how do I make this decree? Because I want it to connect. You know? I don't want to make a decree that doesn't connect. No, I want to make a decree that connects. So I have to say it the way God wants to hear it. You know, that's what the whole thing is all about. And that's why, you see, Christianity is not something that you do anyhow. No, you have understanding of the way the system works. And you are working within the system to bring about the purposes of God in your time. That's what it's about. That's what it's, and that's why, you see, ordinary people, you know, nobody knows your name. Nobody knows where you come from. But your decrees are working. And the day they look for you and God has taken you to heaven, that place is uncovered because the others don't know what, they, what to do. And that's why it is in our own interest for the continuity of the church to raise men and women who can make what? Decrees. They understand it. They understand it. They don't have to make decrees. And they know that it's their responsibility to make decrees. Do you know that decrees guide angels? That's why Jesus said when you pray, Say, invite the will of God to be done. And the moment you do it, angels can work on it. Angels can work on it. When you invite the will of God to be done, and what is the will of God? The kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy... Yes, when you make that decree, you are on solid ground. You are on solid ground. So that the kingdom of God can prosper. Look at how many we are. Look at how many we are. Do you know that if you go home and I go home now and begin to make decrees. We wake up one morning, everywhere is changing. It's because the governors are just looking, just watching, spectators. So by ahead and say to the, the, the Holy Spirit, I cannot be a spectator anymore. You know? Elijah was not a spectator. Elijah went and bombarded heaven until power was released to him. And you and I can do the same. You and I can do the same. You and I can do the same. There is power. There is power in God to establish the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everywhere you are, you can make decrees to promote the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And if you have not founded your life on the solid rock that is Jesus, 
this morning or this afternoon, you can say to him, Lord Jesus, I want to rule on earth for you. I want to surrender my life so I can begin to rule. And my brother, you can surrender your life today and begin to rule today. That is the awesomeness of what Christ has done. And so if you are here this afternoon and you are saying, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. I want to belong to you. I want to have this authority quickened to, to set my world at liberty from the shackles of sin and the devil by walking with heaven to draw the fire. If that is your desire, just, just raise your hand where you are. You want to give your life to Christ so that the ground beneath your feet can be solid. Is there anyone here this afternoon? Is there anyone? Raise your hand where you are. I want to pray with you. Is there anyone? Yes, just raise your hand where you are. <clears throat> yes, wherever you are, you can raise your hand. It is so, so important so that the ground beneath your feet can be solid. You will dare anyone and everyone. You will dare them they, because, of, because of the arrangement that God has made. Is there anyone? Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay, those of you that raised their hand, just come. Come, come here and let us pray. It's very important. Come. Come and let us pray. Yes. Yes. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Come and join us. Come and join us. Come, come nearer. Come nearer. Come and join us. Come and join us. Don't hesitate. Come and join us. Okay? If you have your hands, put your right hand to your chest. When I put my right hand there, it's my way of saying to God, I speak from my heart. Because that's where God listens. He listens to the heart. What you are saying in your deep in your thoughts. And I want you to say with me, Oh Lord my God. I can't hear you. Oh Lord my God. I thank you for your word. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins. I believe he rose from the dead to bring me into a new life. Dear Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and be my Lord and be my Savior. I confess you now as my Lord and my Savior. May your Holy Spirit come and dwell in my heart as a foretaste of heaven. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, I break every power of sin and the devil. I break every power of sin and the devil. I release these ones into the full liberty of God's children. And as you have confessed Jesus, so receive him by the quickening of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay? Let us all stand. Let us all stand. Let us all stand.
Everyone a governor. Everyone a governor. Everyone. Not some people. Everyone a governor. You know, if there's trouble where you are, trouble in your family, be the governor. Make a decree. I said, once you make that decree, then you have to submit to the authority of God's word. Then the power will connect. That's the way it works. You see, I want to stop this microphone from talking. I say, you must not talk. Then I cannot now begin to make it. Ah, 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 ah. No. So be a governor where you are. Be a governor. Do you know that once you start seeing changes, and that's, you see, let me tell you something else before we pray. Do you know, when you are a governor, they look into your heart and they see that yearning to bring about changes. When you are going to do something that will negate your authority, they will warn you from heaven. That's how people get warnings from heaven. I don't do that too. It will negate what you have put in. You, you will cancel out what you have put in if you do that. You see, that, that that's, that's how we get all these controls. You know, That's how we get it. And that's why you see, you must determine... I must be a governor. I can no longer watch evil. Bow your head and talk to God. Say, Lord, I can no longer be watching evil. No, I'm not a spectator to evil. I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm the king and the priest. I am not a spectator to evil. Just watching evil. In my life, in my world, in my office, at home, everywhere. No. No. I can no longer watch evil. I must exercise my spiritual authority. I must stop evil everywhere I am. I must stop evil. I must stop evil. Yes, I'm willing to draw the fire. I am willing to draw the fire. Because the ground beneath my feet is solid. The ground I'm standing on is solid. It's on, on Calvary. I'm standing on Calvary. Oh God, give me the courage. Give me the boldness. rest your confidence on the word that Jesus gave to us. He said, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over every power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Rest, rest on the authority of Matthew 18, 18 that whatsoever you forbid on earth, God will forbid in heaven. Whatsoever you allow on earth, God will allow in heaven. Now begin to forbid many things. Begin to forbid many things all around you. I forbid this. I forbid that. I forbid the other. Begin to forbid many things. Don't watch them. Forbid them. And as you go into practice mode, join me to sing Jesus, name above all names, your beautiful Savior, your glorious Lord, oh, 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 Emmanuel, your God that is with me. 
You're my blessed redeemer. Your living word. Sing Jesus. Oh Lord, name above all name, your beautiful Savior, your glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed. you to first put your hand to your heart as we pray. Say with me, oh Lord my God, I thank you that when you saved my soul, you made me a king and you made me a priest. I thank you, oh God. Now I declare I am a king and I'm a priest. Unto my God, unto my Savior. And I stand on the authority of my office. And I made a, make a decree that by the grace of God, I will no longer be a spectator. But everywhere I go, everywhere I am, I will be king and priest. That the purposes of my God may be established in that place. Lord, may your spirit validate this in my heart. Oh yeah, take a moment. Take a moment and, and really and really send that head to heaven. Send it up to heaven. I need that validation so that everywhere I go, I will be king, I will be priest. You know, I will no longer be watching evil. I will no longer be watching evil. I will be making decrees. And everywhere I see my brother and sister and we're in the same place, say, give me your hand. Give me your hand. Let us make a decree here. Let us stop this evil here. In Jesus' name I pray. I can't hear that amen. No. Okay, transfer that hand to your head. Father, as many as have laid their hands on their own heads, because they have a desire in their heart to be king and priest unto our God on earth. Lord, that anointing that empowers kings and priests, that quickening that makes decrees spirit and life, may it come upon them now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive that anointing now in the name of Jesus. Receive him now in the name of Jesus. And as you speak, your words will be spirit and life. As you speak, principalities and powers will bow. As you speak, the glory and the will of God will be revealed. And to you alone be all the glory. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. And all God's people said...